Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story All Queued Up's Halloween Special. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Dude. It's like two fucking weeks ago. But Look, come on. Halloween, we do this show two weeks. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> we got two spooky shows that we're going to talk this... about. We have vampires and witches. It's Halloween-ish, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, it would have fit in, but, you know, the timing just wasn't there. So just because they fit that theming doesn't mean you can call it a Halloween special. Halloween's already gone. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and here's my wet blanket of a co-host, Josh Fisher. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> At least it wasn't a leg joke. Oh, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Alright, guys. So yeah, as as the joke was going and took way too long for us to set that up. Um uh welcome to all queued up. Today we're gonna be talk- He's talking He's talking he he must be referring to the mouse that's in his pocket because I had nothing to do with that. True. <laughs> I was I was saying us in the terms of because we're doing the show together and you're uh, part of it. So you're to blame as well. Um, <laughs> that's Damn called it. passing. That's called right. passing the blame. Um, yeah, I'll just edit that out. Fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, today's right. episode, guys, we're talking about uh, Castlevania season two. For we're gonna add season one into it because we haven't talked about that. Um, and uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is the Sabrina the Teenage Witch remake. Um, if you're new to the show. If you are new here, what we do on the show, watch two shows on a streaming platform, review them, talk about them, give our opinions, and then give a grade at the end. Um, it's a lot of fun. We have a good time here. Uh, what else did I want to throw out there? Oh, uh, you guys, sometimes on the show, <laughs> with certain shows that we watch, there are uh, themes that may not be kosher to everybody. So um, if we talk about something or say something that's not to your liking, uh, just go ahead and skip it because, you know, we're just we're going to talk about it. Um, and I feel like both Castlevania and Sabrina have that in spades. Um, personally, I mean, I could see people being offended by it is my point. Uh, well, I can definitely I can definitely see the Catholic Church being upset at both of these shows. If you're friends of Josh and I, just throwing this out here, you're probably not going to be offended by either show. But just as a fair warning, you know, I want to put that out there. Um, also, guys, we still have uh, merch available on allcuteuppodcast.com. If you go to allcuteuppodcast.com, there's a merch tab. You buy shirts, and you can buy... What else can they buy on there? Yeah, oh, you know what? Winter's coming up. You can buy a sweater. I know, so, I know someone who yeah, got a sweater. Yeah, actually... Uh... 
one of our one of our listeners got a hoodie and she was rocking that hoodie and man that Instagram post of her rocking that hoodie got whew, almost two hundred likes. God damn. Yeah, yeah. So you know, big shout out to her for that for sending that in. When you get your stuff, send in pictures of us. Send in pictures of yourself with your stuff. We'll put it on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on Facebook. Yeah, tag. Uh, you know, really help. You know, tag yeah, t- us. It's, let, uh, us, let us know. At Cute Up Podcast or all Cute Up Podcast, depending if you're on Twitter or Instagram. Um, and yeah. then uh, I'm at Chub Rocky Geek. Uh, Josh is at Insomniner76. So. Uh, Yep. Yeah, definitely tag us, and we'll uh, we'll give you our opinions on you. You know what? You know what we'll do? Send us pictures, and we'll grade you like we do the shows. <laughs> How's that yeah, sound? Yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> that 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 just sounds horrible. <laughs> um, It'll be fun. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, back in the days, early days of the internet, there were like websites like Hot or Not dot com and i'm just like nope nope oh nope, i wouldn't go that route no i wouldn't out. yeah i wouldn't go that route yeah 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 i just didn't want it to come across as that vibe but yeah any merch you guys pick up take pictures of it. we love seeing that we love the support that we get from you all it means yeah, a lot and of course you know all profits made from those sales just is in turn put back into the production of this show and uh you know, keeping keeping the lights on here at All Cued Up, so yeah. to speak. So we, we thank you very much for your continued support. Yep, yep, yep. Alrighty, shall we uh, get into the first show, Josh? I mean, we can. Mm-hmm. Why not? That's what we're here for, right? <laughs> that's, what everyone, that's what everyone tunes in for. Tunes in like we're on TV. So that would be cool. Anyway, um... So is that, that, that's a reminder. I need to get the YouTube channel done. Uh, that was actually, there was that's, no, there was no subtext to that. I was just being weird legitimately, <laughs> but you should, you should get the YouTube well, channel. Done. I still need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the first show we're going to talk about is Castlevania. Um, we're going to talk about season one and two. Cause I think Josh, did you watch season one prior to watching season two for the podcast? I watched season one when it first came out last okay. year, but I also did briefly like revisit season one before watching season two this week. Okay. Um, I, I uh, didn't, but just as a refresher, yeah. I didn't pay like super close attention. Uh, just kind of had it on, you know, falling asleep to it, but remembered the gist of it and everything. Okay. But, uh, well, yeah. if you want to, uh, give a synopsis of, uh, I mean, if you play games, uh, just know that it's basically the story of Castlevania 3 and oh, I don't remember the uh, fourth game that it's based off of. I don't remember the title. Symphony, Symphony no, of the No, no, it's not Symphony of the Night. It's, uh, oh, shit. it's, it's kind of drawn in that style, though, of Symphony of the Night. Oh, well, it has, Al- uh, Alucard is the, is the main character in Symphony of the Night. Um. Uh, curse! Of the, it was Dracula's curse and Curse of Darkness. That's yes, the, yes, Curse of Darkness. Thank you. That's, that's the one. The yeah. Games. yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the reason that that those two were chosen is because those are the first in the in the canonical uh, timeline of Castlevania. 
Um, yeah. But if you haven't played the games or have no idea what we're talking about, uh, Josh, go ahead and give them a quick synopsis of the show. Well, basically, you know, it's uh, it's about Dracula. And in the very, very opening scene of the very first episode, a human woman manages to find his castle. She bangs on the door, he opens it up and lets her in, and she demands that he teach her all the sciences that he knows of that have been lost to the ages. You know, she isn't intimidated by him at all, and she challenges him, and eventually, you know, he falls in love with her. And they become married, and she's trying to teach him to be a better person. And, you know, he's bestowing upon her all these wonderful gifts of knowledge so she can use it to help others. You know, she wants to make the world a better place. The church hears of this. They come and take her in the middle of the night, burn the house down, and burn her alive at the stake. Dracula, therefore is enraged by this. He was away at the time. He was enraged by this. And basically declares all-out war on humanity. Uh, saying that he's going to wipe them all off the face of the earth in retaliation. Yep. The first season, uh, you're introduced... That's the setup. Um, you're introduced to Trevor Belmont. He is the last in the line of Belmont, who have been for centuries known as vampire hunters, uh, you know, monster hunters, hunters of creatures of night. Um, he is illiterate, and he's rude, and he's a drunk. Uh, he's down on his luck, the last of his line. <clears throat> and he stumbles into a town that is... Uh, Basically, getting ready to suffer the wrath of Dracula in retaliation for the murder of his wife. Yep. <laughs> and it's based on the video game series and really, really fun, really enjoyable. But I'm telling you, there's some gruesome imagery in this, even though it's animated. They're, they They don't pull any punches. They don't hold back. There's some... There's some gruesome images. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, uh, one of the things uh, that's what I was going to kind of bring up about the difference between the first four episodes versus these eight episodes for season two is that mm -hmm. season one seemed like it had to move a lot quicker due to the fact that it was, you know, shorter. Um, yeah. So it, every episode had a gruesome moment. Every episode had something that was like visceral and bloody and gory. And then this season was like, Whole episode, whole episodes where nothing really happens other than exposition. Um, yeah, there was a lot of character development and a lot of exposition, which but is not it bad. But to move it, it served to move the story forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm I'm really so slight spoiler alert. Just throwing it out there, but um. These twelve episodes, season one and two together, is a content is a is a condensed solid story. It is one story. 
granted, mm-hmm. if you know anything about Castlevania, you know that it's a long-running series. And uh, specifically, Simon Belmont is the first character that we were ever introduced to. Simon is uh, mm-hmm. technically... Um, what's the main character's name in this one? Trevor, Trip. thank you. Is Trevor's... He's a descendant. Yeah, yeah, descendant. Not like grandson or great grandson, like like in a line of people. And um, it, I'm I'm really curious where if they get picked up for another season, where they could go. They already they've already been greenlit for ten episode third season. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what what is season? Yeah, what's the season going to be? Like I know we're not talking about the show ex- ex- specifically right now, but from a from a guy who plays a lot of video games and likes the Castlevania franchise quite a bit, are we ever going to get mm-hmm. to Simon? Uh, is is the next is the next line like? Um, I'm looking up the let's see Castlevania. Timeline. I'm just trying to figure out what next game is in the series. Mm, so I okay. can um well, I mean they left it pretty obvious where they are heading the rest of this story. You know, what direction it's gonna take. It seems pretty obvious to me what direction it's gonna take, at least on two fronts. And then, of course, you know, on another two fronts, it's just like, where do you go from here? So it's going to be interesting to see that. Okay, so it's Christopher Belmont would be next. And, but, I mean, because that's, if they're going to continue basing it off of, here, here's my question, Josh, is, is if they continue to base it off those the off the games, Christopher Belmont would be next. Mm-hmm. And there's like two or three games okay. based on him. Um. Mm-hmm. But the show might actually take because it's a hundred years difference is when the next the yeah. next game in the line technically takes place. Uh, but that would work though because that's part of the lore is that every hundred years Dracula comes back. That's the that's the general that's, idea. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they're if they're going to keep it that focused on the game or not. But. Well, from what I'm seeing here, which I think is kind of fascinating, is a uh, hundred years. It's there's two Castlevania games. Um, there's Castlevania: The Adventure, and I believe that was a Game Boy game, and then uh, Castlevania Two, which was an NES game, and both have to do with Christopher Belmont. The first game is him defeating Dracula. The second game is um, him dealing with something else, but has nothing to do with Dracula. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But it's right after that, after those two games, you get into Simon. So could we could we extensively see like maybe a 12? How many? You said it was a 12 episode season. Uh, 10 episode season three. So technically you could do two episodes of, of, of Christopher and then the rest on Simon and you could keep the line going. Anyway, I, I think it's fascinating. There's a lot of lore that goes into, to the show. 
Now, the reason that I'm bringing this up, the reason that I'm bringing the games into it and the idea that it's based off of them is it's actually pretty closely based. Um, yeah. It's uh, for video game for, for fans of the Castlevania franchise. Um, it's not one to one by any measure because they have to add in a lot of uh, subtext to characters and whatnot. In the games, for the sake of argument, uh, what's the girl's name? The magician? Sifa. Sifa. Sifa, Sifa Belnades. So in the game where that she's... She, uh, what, she was a playable character in Castlevania 3. Right. I was going to say that, yeah. So was so was Alucard. And there was a there was actually there was actually a fourth Adrian Adrian Tempest, yes. the son of Dracula, half human, half vampire son. There was another character, yes, named Grant. Yeah, he was a, he was a uh, Grant 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 Dynasty. Uh he was a yep. pirate. And he was he wasn't in this series. I'm wondering if we will see him come in season three. That's and that was the the point that I was getting at with the uh like what the show does because it's fascinating what they take from the games and what they don't. Um, I feel like I'm getting a bit off track here because we're not talking about the show itself. I'm just I'm just fascinated by fascinated by how the story is woven, but sticks with the games and kind of doesn't at the same time. It's fascinating. That being said, um, the show is fantastic. Oh, absolutely. The show is very, very good. Uh, it's it's an easy, quick watch. I mean, season one is four episodes. Each episode in both seasons is only 25 minutes. So you can, you know, the first season is basically like sitting down and watching a movie. Yeah. You know, second season you can watch, you can knock it out in uh, less than four hours, you know. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say you so know, if, if you... If you've ever marathoned the Star Wars trilogy, that's this is no different. It's shorter, shorter. Well, yes. You know, it's less than it's less than six hours runtime. Uh, it's actually twelve episodes. Uh, it's about five hours total in total viewing length. Okay. Uh, for all twelve episodes, twenty-five minutes each. So, I mean, that's not bad. You know, and I split it up over the course of two days. So one of the things that um, you know. I really, really dug about uh, this the the more so the first season than the second season, but the second season did it just you know like it was it's not bad by any measure. It just definitely shows a little bit less is the uh, art. The visual yeah. aspect of the show is the the. It was beautiful, and it was based heavily on Symphony of the Night, uh, video game Symphony of yeah. the Night. It was actually that because the first time that we see uh, Alucard in a, a version of that or in that fashion, he the way he looks in this in this show, he looks like he does on like the box art of Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's that's another thing. There's a lot of attention to detail when it comes to specific things from the game. Like 
in episode seven, in the beginning of episode seven, when they invade the church and they start to have that fight, could you hear the music in the background? Yeah, there in in the the major battles, the major fight scenes, there was game. The video game music was present, but in like but, a, you know, of course, in, fitting fitting in with the show setting, it didn't sound digitized, and it was really a nice yeah. touch. Yeah. Now you know, season. Let's let's talk about season one right fast. All you right. know, we mentioned the base setup. Uh, the base setup. You know, Dracula's wife is murdered. He wants revenge. Trevor stumbles into town. He stumbles across this group of speakers, which are magicians. They are nomads, uh, spellcasters. They have an oral history, and they travel from town to town helping others. They've been targeted by, you know, they, they've been told to get out of town, but they leave because one of his granddaughters is there. Uh, Trevor goes into the catacombs to find her. Uh, he does, and that turns out to be Sifa. Or Sypha, however they want to, you want to say her name, and then they actually discover Alucard uh, beneath the city, and the three of them form an alliance because they want to take out Dracula. That's how season one ends. It's basically an introductory episode for each of the characters. Season two, you see more about the night that. Dracula's wife, Lisa, was actually uh, ferreted away in the middle of the night by the church. Uh, and the the bishop of the church was voiced by Matt Frewer, and that was awesome. Uh, because he plays such a creepy jerk so well. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, it's Dracula has called all of his vampire generals to his court. He's declared all-out war on humanity. His generals think that he's lost his mind. A lot of them are questioning why, in order to protect his wife, why didn't he just convert her, turn her to a vampire, instead of leaving her fragile and allowing her to be killed. Uh, They're questioning his motivation. And, you know, he's... He's weary, he's upset, he's grieving, and it's alluded to by one of the uh, vampire generals, Godbrand, voiced by Peter Stormare, which yeah. was awesome. He's a he's a barbarian. Uh, he calls a himself a Viking. He was really cool. Yeah, yeah, he was a Viking barbarian uh, vampire. Uh, I just like, I like when that one where he's like, I'm a fucking so... Viking! Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, one of the lines that was spoken to him was like, he's like, why, why am I not in charge? Because you try to either kill, eat, fuck, or make it into a boat, anything comes in your path. So, no. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, his character was cool. The, but, you know, all these generals, they're, they, they want direction, but he actually alludes, Godbrand does, that he doesn't think that Dracula has fed in ages. And you kind of get the idea that, you know, he is like the most powerful vampire in this world, but you get the idea that since he met his wife, that he's not fed in over 20 years. Um, but Godbrand said, I don't think he's fed in ages, but even then, 
I still terrified to try to take him on one. I wouldn't. Which is a nice little setup right. because later on, when you see in the the showdown, the conflict, the final battle that comes down between Trevor, Sifa, and Alucard against Dracula, he is toying with, and they are giving him everything they've got and he is just like shrugging it off when trevor actually stepped up to him toe to toe punches him like five or six times right in the face punches his gut and he doesn't even flinch and he just lands one like uppercut you know like a punch to the stomach and it sends trevor reeling into the wall i was just like oh man the action scenes in this were well done. The storytelling was well done. Season two is a little slower paced than season one, but it's a very satisfying payoff. Absolutely. You know, we've got the the scheming Carmilla, who is a regional vampire lord. She uh she has her own ulterior motives. You know, Dracula's got two humans. They're called Forge Masters. They have the ability to reanimate the dead uh, and convert them into creatures of the night for his army. Uh, they they both hate humanity for various reasons, and you see their backstories of why they hate humanity and why they are willingly allying themselves with a vampire. And it's just... Fascinating stuff. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, stuff. the uh, great voice acting. I was gonna say the um, in the in the in the first four episodes, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of exposition. It was just kind of like Trevor's here, Dracula's killing point everybody. A, point B, point C, point D, connect it and let's go. Right, and it was it was more focused on Trevor and Sifa and Alucard. This season, it it really delves d- dives deep into Dracula and his army, and you know stuff like that. And I thought that was really fucking cool because you don't ever get that sort of thing in the games, let alone no where the show seemed no. to have been going. No. And then season two comes around, and it's like now we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna just dive into all these cool characters. Yeah. And there were some really fascinating, interesting characters in it. Uh, and the way that it ends, there's a good payoff. <laughs> it's a fascinating ending. And, you know, it was left open-ended. You know, there's uh, there's loose ends. And fear not, there is a 10-episode season 3 coming. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it- I don't want to spoil the actual happenings or anything you know what goes down but if you are a fan of the video games definitely check this show out honestly i feel like if you're a fan of just good animated stories you should check this out and if you like vampires check it out but not the the sparkly one no vampires don't sparkle and or or the southern ones i don't like that show either Oh, swamp, swamp vampires! That true blood, yeah, or whatever it was. Swamp vampires. Um, my buddy Dakota, he lives down in the swamps. He can tell you all kinds of crazy tales about creatures down there. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to grades? 
No, no. Just, uh, you know, love the voice casting, you know, uh, Dracula voiced by, uh, uh, Graham McTavish. You know, he is, uh, currently you can see him in Preacher. He was also in the Hobbit movies. And Richard Armitage, he voices, uh, Trevor. And, you know, he was, uh, also in the, uh, Hobbit movies, was he not? I don't know. I'm not off the top of my head. I have to look at his IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was Thor and Oakenshield. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you got two guys from there. You know, great voice actors. Uh, and great actors in their own right. But, you know, everybody was really Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give your grade first, sir? I'm going to give this show an A. Um, you you don't have to be a fan of the video game series to enjoy Castlevania. It's got great storytelling, great animation, great music, you know, very solid writing. Uh, clever banter, especially the relationship between Trevor and Alucard. I loved their banter. I mean, and their last scene together made me just burst out loud laughing, that exchange between them. You know, there are, uh, you know, there's, there are some heavy moments in the show. Some of the themes this show deals with, there's some dark stuff. But there's also some light-hearted, needed moments of brevity to help break up after really intense things. So this show it delivers on all fronts for me, and that's why I give it an A. Um, I also give it an A. Uh, there's just a lot of breadth to the the Castlevania lore. To turn to turn that into an adult animated show is is brilliant on multiple levels. Um, one of the big things about the Castlevania franchise that has always fascinated me was how do Wall Chicken? Well, Wall Chicken's great, and it'd been really funny if there was a joke in that, but but they yeah. they never touched on it. Um. It, there's there's just there's this little there's this deep lore that exists within that universe, and there's a proper timeline with the Belmont versus Dracula, and this show goes mm-hmm. that's great and all, but they're video games, and there's not a whole ton of story beyond like what's in the pamphlet that you get with the game, or um, mm-hmm. you know Konami going like well there's, there's this thing, um. So to so to really flesh that out in a, in a world that feels rife with I'm sorry ripe I have gum in my mouth with so much is just mwah, just brilliant and and I love the fact that it is adult in the fashion that it's very gory <laughs> oh yeah it and and you know the language and in innuendo it's definitely not for not by a long shot. But, um, yeah, I think if you just like good animated shit, just watch this. It's so, it's so much fun. 
Um, and if you're a fan of the if you're a fan of the games, uh, it's already like something you need to see. So, but uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's not it's really not that much of a commitment. <laughs> like you can watch it in a day. No, less than a day. Yeah. Got a rainy day afternoon, you know. Winter time setting in. We're we're being forecast for snow tonight. Um, you know, we actually had a little bit outside, like a little powdering, a dusting, if you will, outside. You know, uh, day off of work, cold out. You don't need to run any errands. Perfect day to snuggle up underneath uh, an all queued up blanket that you can get at. Uh, all queued up dot uh, all queued up com. Just click on the merchandise link, and you can find one of those. Uh, yeah, snuggle up under an all queued up blanket with a little bit of Netflix and watch some Castlevania on a cold day. Maybe have a bowl of soup or a, a nice steamy cup of hot cocoa that you drink out of your all queued up mug. Uh, you know those are available too. Hashtag shameless. Hashtag. No shame in my plug game, sir. <laughs> no shame in my plug. But, yeah. You'll absolutely, absolutely be 100% satisfied with uh, fine, all queued up branded items you can get from shop. You know, they have guaranteed satisfaction policy. Unlike Greg and myself, you know, we recommend things. We give our opinions on it. We're not responsible for your 100% or not satisfaction. But we like to think that we steer you in the right direction. We, Just let us know. We hope we do. Interact with us. Yeah, interact with us. Go to allcuteuppodcast.com and there are links on a sidebar on the left where you can join our Facebook discussion, uh, where you can send us email, uh, where you can... Follow us on Twitter and engage with us there, or follow us on Instagram, engage with us there. You know, all the uh, links to our audio locations. So, yeah, check it out. Bookmark that site. I'll queue up podcast. Yeah, can't. All right. Um, shall we move on to the chilling adventures of Sabrina? Sure. So we can do that. So too. last week, I mean, no, not last week, last episode. I do that every time. Uh, last episode when did. we were discussing, uh, Josh and I were discussing what shows we should watch. I think this was before the recording or after the record. This was before the recording, uh, uh, because we, we, we have to decide what we're going to watch before we start recording. Obviously. Um, I had brought up the, the Sabrina, the teenage witch remake because it was popular and people might be interested in hearing our opinions on that show, uh, whether to watch it or avoid it, especially people who probably enjoyed the animated series that was out, the live, the live action sitcom that was out. Um, I felt it was our responsibility to let people know if it was good or not. Josh, on the other hand, <laughs> and I felt like I did not want to bother with it at all. I wanted to watch anything else. I wanted to watch a cat shit in a litter box for six hours uh, versus watching this. And, you know, um, with the urging of my wife, she was 
She said, yeah, that'll be good. Watch that. I gave in to both of their compelling arguments, and I said, all right, we'll watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And what did you think? I would like to say, I would like to say that I do enjoy my crow sautéed with a little hint of garlic and some rosemary. (laughs) Because I was pleasantly fucking surprised with this show. Um... Yeah, you know what? So was I. Not gonna lie. Um, I wasn't expecting much. I really wasn't. I went in with low expectations. I was going in with Devilman Crybaby level expectations. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, or not sugarcoat. It, I'm not gonna lie. I same same idea. Um, I wasn't 100 percent gung ho about watching it. I, I didn't really enjoy anything of the past Sabrina stuff. Um, I know that my sister had Archie comics of Sabrina, but that was about as far as, like, mm-hmm. there was just... Oh, dude. See, that's the thing. That's my exposure to the character. When I grew up, every week at the grocery store, I always picked up the newest Archie's Double Digest or Archie and Jughead, the little small magazine-style, like, miniature trade paperback yeah. comics. You know, at the grocery store checkout lines, my mom picked me up one every week. So I knew of Sabrina the Teenage Witch through those from when I was a little kid, like six, seven years old. And, you know, there comes a point in your life when you're like, you know, Archie comics were great when I was a kid. But they're not great when you're an adult. No, Archie Um, comics, I think that's why Riverdale is so popular right now. Because they basically mm-hmm. took recognizable characters and then made it for an audience that would probably enjoy it in the way that it is now. However, that being mm-hmm. said, the way that Riverdale is, is nothing like the Archie comics, ever. No, no, That being said, you could say the exact same thing about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina compared to anything in the past of Teenage Here's Here's the thing. Now, there is uh, an older imprint for Archie's comics. And, you know, they actually killed off Archie in the comic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well. Uh, yeah, and, and there's there was like a life after Archie uh, or, you know, after life with Archie or something like that. Anyway, they decided to do a darker take on Sabrina. And about four years ago or five years ago, they started an older darker the chilling adventures of sabrina comic and that is where this show is based off of not the old 60s and 70s and 80s version of sabrina i did not know that not the not the melissa joan hart you know uh campy tv show uh it's based off of comic book of the same name and you know what I was doing a little research. Apparently, it's a very well-received, well-written comic. That's but, uh, uh, that's news to me. Oh, wow, he's right here. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 2014. Huh. I... And the guy that writes it is the same guy that, you know, got this uh, show developed. Apparently. That's awesome. I believe. I believe. Don't quote me on that. 
Well, regardless, um, uh, a quick synopsis of the show while you're looking that up. Um, yeah, well, well, no, I, I mean, yeah, here's a quick synopsis. Focuses on Sabrina Spellman. She is a teenager who is half human or half mortal in this instant or half witch. Uh, on her 16th birthday, she must make the choice to become full-blown witch and renounce her uh, her mortal life in its entirety and study the ways of the Dark Lord himself and sign her name in Satan's Book of the Bee and pledge her loyalty to him. But she doesn't, she doesn't want to leave her friends behind. That's basically the premise for it. The struggle of that decision. Yeah, and and what's what's fascinating about that is um um the show the show does do a lot of uh, a few things in terms of like teen drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah the the very first like fifteen twenty minutes of episode one. I was like, fuck. Oh my god. Oh, this is terrible. This is like all the bad shit from Smallville crammed into the first 20 minutes of this show. It's like, oh god, no. You know, right. because I enjoyed Smallville, but Smallville had its problems, let's be fair. But, you know, after I got through that by the end of episode one, I was like, you know what? This isn't too bad. But a lot of those angsty teen drama moments were gone after that. You didn't see it that much after that. No, it, well, and it was sprinkled in very, very gently here and there, if at all. One of the things I was, I was and talking by the end of episode two, I was like, "Shit, this is good." <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, I, t- I talked to somebody. I said, "I said the show for the first five episodes has a really hard time." figuring out a good rhythm between at least it seems that way uh between teen teen drama stuff and uh satanic rad shit <laughs> heavy metal shit yeah and um it finally finds its rhythm around like episode 3 or 4 um mm-hmm. not i mean i it really fucking finds its proper rhythm around episode 5 like the second half of the season um yeah absolutely it does take a bit of a running start to to get to get going but it it's 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 still fascinating in the first three episodes like the, the it is it is the the lore itself yeah. the world building that went into yeah. this i mean I, 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 in the first three episodes straight up not gonna lie i could have given two shits about sabrina and her friends i did not fucking yeah. care about them um no, it was the other characters that were compelling. Yeah, it was, uh, to be completely fair and honest, um, her... her oh, you're trying to think of a name. Her, well, I was say her aunts, uh, oh. uh, Hilda and Zelda. Oh, yeah, Hilda and, Hilda and <gasps> Zelda. Her, her aunts hurt my, were Hurt my brain, I don't know if you can smell the smoke in my room. Um. Well, California is on fire. Yeah, fair enough. And, you know, hopefully that will... <laughs> How's that coming? We'll we'll, we'll get we'll get to that after the review because I I planned on saying something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Hilda and Zelda. Uh, they are um, 
they're they're interesting characters because from my memory because I didn't you know watch I didn't read the comic that it's based off of um Hilda and Zelda were just her aunts who gave a shit about her and helped her become the witch that she was supposed to be and all that kind of stuff like there's nothing major except that they were just parental figures in this show however they're more than that they are protectors of something they they have a job to do they want to appease the dark lord or satan in this case um and uh Uh, that that, that's also something i want to bring up their characterizations in this show are different they're the opposite of what they are in the comic in the comic zelda is the one that's a little more nurturing and Hilda's the one that's a little more stern. Are you talking about the new comic that it's based off of? Yeah, the uh, both. Oh, okay, and so you've read you've read yeah, both the originals and you've the read the newer comic. No, I just read. No, I have read about them and the characterization. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, because after I watched the show, I went back and was reading up to see similarities and differences. What have? Okay. You no, know, this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. They they annoyed me in the first couple episodes. Um, but there was also dialogue shifts that kind of bothered me a little bit. Like I don't know if it was intentional, but there were moments where Sabrina would talk to her aunts like not Shakespearean, but very 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 proper. Mm-hmm. Like, and there was a conversation at a table where where Sabrina's just like. Would you mind if I had done this thing, Auntie? And then they're like, no. And she's like, but I'm a fucking teenager. I want to do it. And it's like, whoa. That was just it was two fucking different things. I was just like, all right. That happened occasionally, but not total, total. Like, I might have noticed it more in episode one because I was not, like, gung-ho about watching the yeah. show. But um, Yeah, yeah. It was more apparent in the earlier first couple of episodes than later on. And plus, I think, too, it's part of her wanting to appeal to their nature and being proper and things like that. And then, you know, teenage angst getting in the way. That was a bit of a annoying thing. But yeah, yeah. not too bad. Um, not overly, overly done, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, one thing that the show does, it's before a Netflix show specifically, that I thought was interesting was, um, and not exactly like this but it does do a monster of the week format it's not like there is an overarching plot but there are straight up episodes that mm-hmm. have nothing to do with the overarching plot like the dream like the dream uh, uh witch or the dream demon like that yeah, that whole yeah. episode you could cut out and nothing would change in terms of plot overarching plot i should say no no, nothing. And there really. were there were quite a few episodes that did that. I'd say out of the ten episodes, there's like three. Um, which is super fu- super fascinating to me that they would go that route. Um, instead of having a continue through plot. Then again, they might have gotten ten episodes and were like, "Well, we have to do some fill episodes," and that's why they did it. Maybe it was I don't know. Lore building, for that case. Yeah. Yeah, and episodes like that, they're okay when they're doing some lore building. Like, that one, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call it so much as a filler episode as a character growth episode for her, finding out what she is capable of. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's fun. It's it's definitely a fun show. I I as somebody who does not follow a religion specifically, um for me, I wasn't I wasn't offended by any of the imagery. Um no. I do imagine had I watched this with let's say my father, he might be more upset. Uh for example, he has a really hard time watching the movie Dogma. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Uh, we were watching Preacher, mm. and he was having a Personal. really hard time watching that. So, ho, 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 ho. yeah, yeah. I love Preacher. Um, that is to say that Preacher's way more offensive to Christians than it is, than this show is. But, um, like, in t- I can see why the Catholic Church would be extremely angry proposing this show. Absolutely. Um, the whole religion in this show is Satanism. Um, and and they treat it like Catholicism. They're like you know, witches going to confessional to their, you know, dark priests, and you know, instead of Hail Marys, they have to whip themselves with cats and nine tails and yeah, such. And yeah. it's just like oh, there's God. little things here and there that are very very corny when it comes to your idea of what Satanism is. Uh, this is not mm-hmm. an accurate representation of what the religion is in any way, sh- way shape, or form. As a, as no, a matter of fact, no. <laughs> the uh, as a matter of fact, the actual Church of Satan is suing the creators of the show and Netflix for like 150 million dollars for their depiction of Baphomet, yeah, the statue. defamation character. Yeah. It's yeah. it's and that's yeah. interesting to me because and I've known for a long time like what what satanism actually is and and uh what people's idea of it is they're two completely different yeah 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 um but i think you know in in you know in terms of fantasy based storytelling whatever it is it is what it is you know you like why mm-hmm. i don't i don't agree with the church there's a name that they have it's not just not just like the church of satan um the church of the knot no, no, not in the show. I'm talking about in real life. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know why they're so, like, why they would be so upset about it, because I don't think anyone watching the show believes that what's happening in Israel. And from what I read, they were fine up until the point of that statue, the devil statue with the two children looking up at it. Um, yeah. I think that was the first, like, they saw that and they were they were furious that that, that they had that in there. Uh, but, but regardless, um, the, uh, the show does a really good job at building its, its own world and its own rules. Um, I'd say that's probably the most commendable part of the show is they never break, they, they create rules and never break them. They never change them or fudge them. They create rules for Sabrina to break, for Sabrina to bend, Mm -hmm. which there's actually a whole plot thread that I won't spoil that backfires because she thinks she can bend the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, which was to me, that was the moment where I was just like, well, this show's actually got balls. I'm totally in. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that was, uh, that was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. That whole, yeah, that uh, whole thing. I'm surprised that the show, I'm surprised the show went as dark as it did go. Same here. Oh, pardon me. Oh, um, but, 
Man, speaking speaking of dark though, and my absolute favorite thing about this show though, Michelle Gomez. Oh man, who does she play? She, uh, the she plays the teacher. Okay, all right. Uh, Woodward. She plays Sabrina's teacher. Uh, Mrs. Wardwell. Wardwell. Yeah, who is. Yeah. Like you see her become a demon in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, she is a the mother demon of demons or witch of some sort. Mother of demons uh, that has that has um, taken the place of this frail, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Very uh, uh, shy, uh, meek. All of a sudden, she is just like, yeah, she was very meek, frail, shy, conservative in her presentation. All of a sudden, she's just like, oh, you know, kind of, you know, commanding, sexy in her representation and her appearance and just, just, you know, charisma. And it's just like, wow, the differences in that and day is her range is great and I really enjoyed her when she was on Doctor Who. Yeah, she uh, plays uh so she played Missy on Doctor Who. No which was spoiler alert, but did was she playing um uh it's it's the doctor's constant uh enemy the master, the master yep. yeah she was just a female version of the master, yes. Exactly. Okay, I was wondering if she was just playing the master, but they called her Missy instead. Mm-hmm. Um well, she called her she called herself that, but yeah, she that was part of the thing for the past three years that was leading up to the new female doctor that we now have. That's what I yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, anyway. it was because I, I didn't watch any of that um that doctor uh, oh, man. uh Capaldi. Yeah. Capaldi. Oh. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, stuff. I should go back and watch it, but I'm so fucking busy with everything yes, else. Anyway. You should. Uh yes, you should. any final thoughts before we move on to grades? Uh, well, you know, uh, I really also enjoyed the fact that, uh, Salem Saberhagen, the cat in this series, wasn't a talking fucking hand puppet. <laughs> uh, However, they do allude to us possibly hearing Salem talk in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. Because CGI is a wonderful thing. And hand puppets, no, hand puppets are great in certain situations, but when you've built a world like this, if you come in with a hand puppet cat in season two, I will stump the shit out of you with my <laughs> right leg. I don't think, I, don't we're, I definitely don't think we're getting yeah. a hand puppet cat, but we might get a talk, like. I don't either. Like they, they throughout the whole season, every time Sabrina's doing something and Sabrina or and Salem doesn't agree, you hear him meow and she talks back. As if yeah. she can hear him. Yep. But then at the end of the season, there's a crow that's also familiar that talks. And and at first he's mm-hmm. at first the crow caw caw and she responds. And then she's like, You can speak freely and he's like, <clears throat> I'm just saying, I think the blah blah dark lord da da and then you're like, yeah. oh shit, okay, so maybe we're gonna get to hear animals talk in the future. So I don't know. I'm excited about that. I think it'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Also, I did want to bring up a like how it like familiars like 
they're goblins that have given their lives over to become a familiar. So, like, if you see a familiar die, you see, like, a distorted version of whatever creature's form it took, and a goblin kind of, like, warped into one. That was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Disturbing, but nice touch. Like, ugly. Like, well done, creature creators. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like if you took a cat and then super glued a bunch of doll parts on it. Um, <laughs> way, way worse than, way Why worse than anybody? that. Why would anybody put baby doll parts on a body, if anything, to trap? Oh. <laughs> anyway. um, I'm gonna go throw my grade out there real, real quick first, because I, because uh, you went go first ahead. on Castlevania. I give this show an A. Um, I I was oh, yeah. going to give it a lower grade. I expected myself to be like a solid B, but honestly, I really mm-hmm. fucking enjoyed it. I. Um, you know, the first few episodes, it took me a little bit, but once, like, once I got into the idea of this darker version, and it's not moody like a CW show, even though it's like, no, this character, this specific, uh, uh, Sabrina was supposed to show up on Riverdale. And Riverdale's even kind of mentioned in the show, but not directly. Like, it's just like, oh, I was... They, they actually, you know, mention the town of Riverdale because, you know, it's like the next... From, what I, from what I read, yeah. Josh, like, this this Sabrina takes place in the exact same universe as CW's uh, Riverdale. So, yeah. um, that being said, uh, I don't like Riverdale. I think it's a kind of dumb teen drama. This show is not a dumb teen drama. If you don't like Riverdale and you're avoiding the show because of that, get that out of your head. Because straight up, it is it is a fun, well-scripted, well-acted, well-done show that finds its bearings pretty quickly. A lot quicker than you might think. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of it. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the, witchy, the witchcraft, the satanic shit. It was super fucking fun. I'm really excited for uh, more of it. As a matter of fact, I forgot to mention this. You mentioned it before we do the recording. But um, it mm-hmm. was uh, recently announced that Sabrina would be getting a Christmas special, which I think is both hilarious and fascinating at the same time, considering the theming of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's going to drop uh, on December 14th. And, uh, you know, we'll probably cover it in that episode, too. So uh, Yeah, we'll see what we can do, because yeah. uh, I don't think we should do a... No promises. Yeah, I don't think we should do a single dedicated segment of a podcast to it, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. I mean, you know, we can we can touch on it for a couple... Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, like, not a full 20 minutes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely check out the show. It... it definitely deserves more viewers and uh pleasantly surprised so josh what did you think mm-hmm. or what's your grade well you know as as you heard me say when we segued into talking about this show i was vehemently against watching it from the beginning and even 20 minutes into watching the first episode you know i was sitting here thinking my worst fears about it were going to be confirmed but as I said, this show won me over, and it did so pretty quickly. It's really good. Uh, it's thankfully not um, moody, stupid, CW-level 
teenage drama throughout the whole thing. You know, the bad parts of Smallville or The Flash. Uh, you know, those things are not prevalent. And there is a very fascinating dark world uh, that's presented. And it's the the way that it's woven is very enjoyable, you know. Um, there are lots of, we obviously didn't spend a lot of time talking about plot details or anything like that, but there are a lot of secrets. There are genuine surprises, and I literally look forward to another season of uh, and the fact that you put in one of my favorite current actresses in there right now as one of the villains, uh, you know, in Michelle Gomez just made me happy as shit. So, yeah, uh, for all those reasons, I'm going to give it an A-, minus. you know. Uh, it It's not a bad show by any means. Not bad at all. It was pretty good. Check it out. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad that we actually covered it because uh, I was going to try to watch it on my own, but I uh, wasn't sure if I was going to have the time, so I'm glad we got... I'm definitely glad we got... Blah, 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 words. Um, mm, words are hard. hard. All right, guys. Well, that's that's going to uh, do it for us here at All Queued Up. Um, Josh, real quick, where can they find you online? Well, in addition to finding me here every other Friday with on All uh, you guys can find me on Facebook as my regular name. Uh, you'll find me very active in the Realm of Collectors group. Uh, it's a part of an adult uh, collecting community that I'm a part of. And you can also find me on a couple of other shows. One is called Off the Runner, where we build models. Uh, primarily Gundam kits, but we build models and basically BS each other and bust each other's balls on that and if we're actually doing it live you know we take questions from the live chat uh, about modeling uh, techniques things like that that's happened a few times and you can find me every uh, Friday night at 9 p.m. on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on the MPSP Theater Show uh, with my other fellow panelists uh, every uh every Friday at nine. It's the MPSP Theater on the Realm of Collectors channel. You can follow me on Twitter at nsubanuer one nine seven six, and occasionally I do things on Twitch still. Uh, nsubanuer seven six. That's that's pretty much everywhere I am. What about you, Greg? Where can they find you? I'm on Twitter. Uh. Uh, there was a joke there. I couldn't find it. I apologize to everybody for my incompetence. Jesus Christ. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Chubrucky. You can find me on um, Instagram at Chubrucky, though I rarely ever post there. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Chubrucky. Um, I also do a lot of stuff with Mission Start Podcast. Um, but I want to talk about something real quick that uh, I'm going to be working towards. Um, I haven't decided when I'm going to do it. 
but I, I might split it up into two different streams. I don't know multiple streams. Point I'm getting at is right now in California, which is where I live. Um, I live about mid range California, closer to Sacramento than any place else. But, uh, if you've been keeping up with the news, you know very well that there are massive, massive wildfires that are destroying thousands of dollars, millions of dollars in property damage. Uh, one of the worst fires in this nation's history from what I've been reading. I don't know how true that is, but regardless, it's devastating. Uh, so many people are displaced, homeless. Um, uh, Some people have been unfortunate to lose their lives during. Yeah, the... it's 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 really really bad, guys, and I I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I can like where I can go to donate my time. If even if I could, where what you know, like I just don't know. So I'm gonna do what I know what I know how to do best, and that's uh, host a stream. I'm gonna stream. Um, on both Mission Start Podcast and uh, my personal channel. I'm going to uh, create links on both uh, for multiple donations that you could donate to. Um, due to the fact that I am limited to my Xbox on streaming, I basically have to rely on everybody to donate to the one that they want. Um, if you choose to do it under your name, under my name, it doesn't matter as long as money is getting to these people. Uh, you know, I've seen so many heartbreaking things with this whole story, like thousands, like hundreds and hundreds of people inside a Walmart parking lot in, in tents that were donated by people or just like blankets with a, a, a stick under it, you know, like it, people, it's just, it's so disheartening and, and I wanted to, I want to try to do something. I really, really do. Um, so uh, I want to plan that. If you want to hang out with me and, and play video games and try to keep a smile on your face during these very, very rough times, uh, you can do that at twitch.tv slash chubrockgeek or twitch.tv slash mission, mission underscore start. Um, I will be doing games on both of those, uh, most likely Jackbox games, because uh, those seem to get a lot of spirits mm -hmm. up. But also, I, I do plan on doing some oh, yeah. actual video games on those nights, or whatever I stream. So, when I say actual video games, as if that's not an actual video game. Um, but, um... Yeah, I'll be there, too. You know, I'll be uh, in the chat and playing along. We always try to keep everybody entertained and engaged, but it's definitely a cause that we both believe in. You know, donations that can go to help you know, these family, uh, you know, and it's not all families, you know, there are single people as well. People have lost their entire livelihoods. They've lost their homes, their vehicles, their land, their property. They need just the basic necessities to help get through there. I've, I've been hearing stories. Like, I work at a gas station and there are people that yeah. come in all the time and most people just go, this fucking smoke sucks. And I'm just like, yeah, your, your ability to not breathe slightly better than you would yesterday is totally dampering your day, huh? It must suck to not be able to breathe slightly when, you know, maybe you don't have a house suddenly. Sorry. I hate when people do that mm -hmm. shit. Um, but, uh, there are a few people that have come in and they've talked about how they live here in Sac. They live, they live, you know, where I live, which is about two miles, not two miles, but, uh, two hours away from the fires. 
give or take. Mm-hmm. And they're they're up yeah. there helping with and what they can. Even though it's even though it's two hours away, you're still smelling and seeing the smoke. All if the time. this was a video podcast, I would show you the satellite picture NASA took of the fires. It's it's insane. Oh, it's a massive cloud. Um, yeah, we're 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 downwind from it. So like, it's this town is covered in their smoke, and it's 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 it is whatever. I, I'm I'm not complaining about the smoke because I can't imagine losing everything. I can't I yeah. can't imagine you know like, can you imagine losing your house, losing everything? And then going like, I don't know where my grandfather is, or I don't know where my son is on top of it. Like, could you imagine? Like, I can't. I can't imagine that thing. And I just want to help those. I really, really want to help those people. way too many people. Yeah, there's way too many people that are going through that right now as we speak. And uh, we just want to help in any way that we can. So I'm glad that Greg's doing this. I'm going to be there to support him through this. And we just ask that if you uh, if you can, you have it to spare, you have it in your heart, come help us support it as well. Honestly, if you can't afford it, um, there's two ways that you can help, get- and that's obviously um, that's obviously uh, uh, sh- sharing on social media, media and stuff. People, like. what we're doing, uh, but also there, there's other ways you can help. Um, I remember when the Vegas shooting happened. And I was looking for ways to help because I didn't have monetary means. Um, and uh, uh, one of the ways that you can help is find a Salvation Army near you or a um, a donation group near you that is going to be delivering clothes and blankets. Um, or, or, or go to your local uh, um, uh, blood donation place. Um, Yes. And and specifically request that they that they deliver the blood to, you know, the locations, Chico, Paradise, those places. Um there are little things here and there you can do to help if if uh if you feel so inclined. Um and that's especially if you just don't have the the monetary means to to do it. So I don't know, guys. I'm um it, it's it's just I I cannot I cannot fathom going through what those people are going through. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I could talk about it ad nauseum, but then again, I'm my folks and I constantly talk about it. We're just like, I couldn't imagine having lost everything. So yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that'll be, um, follow me on social media, follow Josh on social media, uh, Chub Rock Geek and Sobiner 76, because when we, have a date when we have times that we're going to do this, we will post about it. We will post about it on. Yeah, we will promote it heavily yeah. on social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it, because we want as many people as we can there. Um, I was even thinking about going further and kind of, and hopefully contacting maybe the folks at the ROC and, um, you know, a few of our other friends and, and family members and seeing if they can't. Throw a quick uh, a quick call out for us as well because we're going to need as much help as we can, guys. Like, there's <sighs> yeah, I'm uh, I'll bring it up on the show tonight because you know we do have MPSP theater tonight. I'll bring it up, and once we have a date in mind, um, you know, I'll definitely be mentioning that in 
what we're trying to do. Yep. I mean, what you're trying to do, but of course I want to help too. Yeah. Well, I mean, all, all of us are going to help. As, as, uh, like, if if all you can do, if, if you're, no joke, let's say you don't have spare clothes. Let's say you, you're afraid of needles. And you're just like, I can't handle any of that kind of thing. And I just, I just want to maybe throw a shout out for the show. That's, that is enough. That is, that is great. Like, I'm, I'm totally happy with yeah, that. Just, so. just spreading the word of what we're doing because that's more ears, you know, more, more ears that hear it, more eyes that see it, the better chances of getting assistance. Exactly. So sharing is totally okay. Yep. All right, guys. Um, I think uh, that about does it for the show at the moment. Uh, am I leaving anything out, Josh? Oh, next week or next episode. Next. Yeah, next week. What we're going to watch? Uh, we're going to watch the new Shira show. Um, if you don't know what Shira is, uh, what hole have you been living in? But also, um, uh, it is. Uh, it was a character created. Oh, we kind of talked about this in the He-Man special of uh, episode of. Uh, mm-hmm. And the toys yeah, that made um, us, you know, she was created by uh, Mattel as a female companion to He-Man. You know, as his sister. Yep. And this is uh, this is essentially a remake of the character as a whole. So. And it's going to be a younger version of her, I believe. Yeah. So there's 13 episodes, I believe, on Netflix cool. of it, and so I'm 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 really excited about that. Um. And right. then the other thing we're going to watch gonna is that. season two of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. Uh, in the not-too-distant future, we're going to be covering Thanks that. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, did we, we reviewed the first season on this show, right? We did not. I actually wrote a blog about it, though, on allcueduppodcast.com. That's right. about that. Go read what I thought about it. It's titled, In the Not-Too-Distant Future, There Will Be a Return. There you go. Yeah. Um, This was going to be an interesting uh, watch because I don't exactly know how many episodes it is. Um, But uh, if you know anything about Mystery Science Theater, it is each episode's about two hours, give or take. Mm, About 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Really? Because they have bits in between and stuff, so it'll usually... It usually pads out to about two hours. They, no. 90 minutes. 90 to 95 minutes. All right, well. I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive about this. And if I am mistaken, I will eat my prostate. I thought you were going to say prostate at first, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. Uh, no. So, yeah, it comes out November 22nd. There's only six episodes, Josh. <laughs> What? Yep, there's only six episodes. It's um, Let's that's the hell that I dude. Have. Last season was fourteen. I don't know that like I could do fourteen episodes of this show with the schedule that I currently have. Like that would be a lot to watch. So I'm ecstatic that it's six. <laughs> I'm sad that it's only. However. They're going an interesting route with the with the movies that they're going to cover. So the first one's Mac and Me, which I'm, ex- I'm oh, very excited well, about. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's not let's not uh oh, let's not spoil anything. You know. Well, what what are you talking about? Spoil is <laughs> the the name of the episode is the movie they watch. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, 87 minutes, 92 minutes, 86 minutes, 89 minutes. Well, I won't, I won't spoil all of the all of the episode titles, but the second episode is a, is a an asylum movie from 2013. So to me, that's 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 interesting that they're going that route. I would have never thought they'd go with asylum films, but here we are. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But yeah, tune in, guys. Two weeks. That's going to be uh, Friday the thirtieth. Yep. Um, and uh, you can hear what we think about those two shows. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good time. Um, uh, what else? We talked about the merch. We talked about... Oh, uh, guys, we want to know what you think of these shows. We really, really do. If you've watched Castlevania yeah. or Sabrina or held any of the past ones, let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Like, yeah. we'd love to... Facebook discussion group. Yep. Get it up. We want to we wanna know if you think that our opinions are dumb. Uh... If you think that... I think your opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, we, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you, or what, what's on your mind. So you definitely hit that up. Uh, what else do we have? We did our links. We did... did, did, did we're done. We are done. You sound so polished and professional right now. I love it. God. Well, it's, it's one of those... <laughs> it's one of those things where we have a bunch of things we want to cover... We want to hit upon before we end. Yeah, and, and we just don't want to make sure that we left anything. Well, also, out. also for Actually. especially for this week, I'm specifically like my mind is on the fires, and so I wanted to hit that up really badly. So I'd forgotten about everything yeah. else. But uh, oh, yeah, it's totally understandable. But yeah, like we said, follow us on the social media account. Watch for us when we are going to be talking about when we when Greg's going to be doing the charity event and. Uh, you know, just share what you can, whether it be your time, you know, just share the post, whatever, anything. Yep. Every little bit. Helps. Exactly, exactly. All right, guys, but I think that's going to do it for us here at All Queued Up. Um, Josh, thank you for joining me on another episode. Oh, always, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it all the time, too. I'm at work doing a graveyard, hating it, going... Man, I can't wait till we record. It's going to be fun. I want to talk about these shows with somebody. And that's ultimately, I think I told you this before. That's why I started the show, because I just wanted to talk to a friend about these shows that I was watching. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Um, again, guys, thank you for hanging out. We really appreciate you listening to us and, and uh, hanging out with us for an hour and a half, give or take, however long the episode happens to be. Um, but, uh Yeah. Um, right now we're at an hour and eighteen minutes. Well, you'll add, you'll add it a little uh, bit with the with the theme with the theme music. We're looking at about an hour and nineteen thirty. All right, well, yeah. guys, again, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>